You've heard of the law of attraction. You've likely even tried some of the old school manifestation techniques. Why, after saying hundreds of positive affirmations and constantly attempting to get into some high vibe state, does it feel like nothing is shifting? It's likely because you aren't manifesting from your unique energetic alignment. Want to find out how you can manifest more consistently and effectively? Take the short, fun, and informative quiz that we created and learn how to understand and utilize your energy to create abundance in your business. Go to www.manifestationquiz.com and take the quiz today. This is the Creative Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Demas. Let's go. Are you stressed the F out? If so, keep listening. So what is stress? It's any worry or tension caused by a difficult situation. That's the definition. We all have it. I repeat, we all have it. So what do you do? There's no magic pill or even my magic fairy wand that's going to rid you of stress forever. Spiritually, it means you aren't in tune with your truth or your true nature. And it's actually a great tool in manifestation for you to know when you are and when you are not, more specifically, in energetic vibrational alignment. Spirituality and spiritual practices are actually a universal remedy for stress and anxiety. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, from stress to anxiety. In my 20s, I was super stressed out. I kind of had a hard time dealing with the uncertainty of my life and of the business. I used to literally shake. It was this physical manifestation of the emotional response that I was having inside of myself. And I had to learn how to manage it. And because I've been a creative entrepreneur for 30 years now, clearly I have learned, which I'll share a bit of how I've done that. But I understand, I want you to know that if you are feeling this stress, if you are feeling anxiety, I understand where you're at and what you're going through. And it might be because of the physical, it might be because of the financial responsibility of starting and running a business. This can cause entrepreneurs to worry about financial obligations and cash flow and maintaining profitability and your basic livelihood, You're taking care of your family putting food on your table. And that uncertainty that I talked about, it might be that. Starting and running a business is inherently uncertain. And you may experience anxiety around the future of your business, the changing of the marketplace, social is constantly changing. You may be getting into your head about what others are doing, comparing yourself, comparing despair. It can be a true roller coaster. It might be that you're stressed about work-life balance. You may find it challenging to balance your personal life with the demands of running a creative business. It can be long work hours. It's constant decision-making. I know some days I have 
decision fatigue. I know that because at the end of the night, it's time for dinner. And I'll say to Michael, my husband, just decide. Just decide. Because I can't make another decision. And that in itself is a form of stress that can lead to burnout. For some people, it might be managing a team. You might feel this great responsibility to your employees, to those that you hire, for their well-being, for their success, which can cause a significant source of stress in you. And it might be managing your team by navigating the conflicts that can be challenging, particularly if you've never managed a team before. I've managed a lot of teams, and I had to learn how to take care of myself first and foremost and support people and empower them to their greatness. And sometimes that's stressful. Sometimes you have to have difficult conversations. Sometimes, yes, sometimes you have to let people go. That is never fun. And yes, it can lead to stress. And other than the financial stress, maybe the biggest one that I hear most often from entrepreneurs is they have a fear of failure. You know, you often invest significant amounts of time, money, energy into your business. And this fear of failure can be a constant source of stress, particularly in a personal brand, because it's like you, you're the face of it. It's your personal reputation and your finances, your personal finances are at stake. So no wonder you may feel stress. No wonder you may feel some sense of anxiety. What is it? What is anxiety? We all kind of know what stress is, but what is anxiety? Stress is the feeling, right? What is anxiety? Anxiety is actually a complex emotional and psychological response to a perceived threat or danger. Now, that's interesting because one of the things that you're going to face constantly as an entrepreneur is a perceived threat. So, as I said, you, you've got to learn to navigate that. And there are a lot of factors that can contribute to the development of anxiety. Beyond the stressors that we were just talking about, it can be genetics. There is research that suggests that anxiety disorders may have a hereditary component and can run in families. That's interesting. Look around, look at your family. Environmental factors. Factors like living in a high crime area or working in a high pressure job, they say, hello, entrepreneurs, high pressure, can contribute to the development of anxiety. I know one of the reasons that I was so stressed out in my 20s when I was shaking was because I was living in New York City. And this is not the New York City of today. This was crime-ridden, scary New York City. And I was living in Hell's Kitchen, which is a really scary neighborhood at the time, very dangerous. Drug addicts, prostitutes, robberies. I was mugged twice, once at gunpoint. Well, of course I was in this stressed situation, this panic, constant. That, of course, developed and brought in this anxiety that led me to shaking. Brain chemistry is another. Imbalances in neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine and norepinephrine can play a role in the development of anxiety. And then life experiences, traumas, big T's and capital T's, right? Chronic stress, all those things we were talking about, difficult life events, a relationship ending can trigger. 
And then medical conditions, thyroid disease, heart disease, chronic pain, those can also lead, of course, because when you're in constant stress, fight or flight, that's going to bring on anxiety. So how do you know, though, if you're just experiencing stress or if it has gone to the space and place of an anxiety disorder? Because I think that, as I said, this is a management tool time, right? Tool time. We've got to manage the symptoms. So first, let's define what they are. Excessive worrying or fear about everyday situations. Restlessness on the feeling of edge. Difficulty concentrating or focusing. Muscle tension and tightness. Shortness of breath or rapid breathing. Sweating or trembling, like I've been discussing. Nausea or digestive issues, insomnia or difficulty sleeping, irritability or mood swings, avoiding social activities or situations due to fear, panic attacks. They can include rapid heartbeat, sweating, shaking, feeling of impending doom or a loss of control. So everyone experiences these at different points. It's when these symptoms come together and it varies from person to person. Some people will experience a couple, a few, some experience many, and they can come and go and change over time. But I will say, if you are experiencing these symptoms, particularly a a combination of them, it's really important to talk to a professional to get an accurate diagnosis and an appropriate treatment before I talk about how to sort of manage it as a solopreneur, as a creative soulpreneur. That's a little different than a diagnosis of anxiety disorder. So if you have those combination, please go and get professional help. If this is something that you want to do to manage anxiety or stress, as more and more we're becoming more and more stressed out. Gen Z is the most stressed out generation in history. In history. All of of life existence. So it's important to find these tools because you're not alone. Let me say that again. You are not alone. It may feel like you are, but you are not alone. Anxiety disorders themselves are the most common mental health condition in the U.S. And according to the National Institute of Mental Health, it is estimated that 19.1% of adults in the U.S., or about one in five, experienced an anxiety disorder in the last year. We're not talking even stress because we're all stressed. That's what we're going to talk about managing. But if you have an anxiety disorder, one in five, more commonly reported in women than men, they can occur at any age, and they often begin in childhood or adolescence. But the good news is they're highly treatable. And that's why I am suggesting that if you're experiencing the symptoms in combination, that you gain help and awareness. And it can be challenging to manage. But there are so many strategies and techniques to help reduce. I'm going to share some that have helped me improve my overall well-being, that have helped me reduce my anxiety and my stress. The first, and this is a big one, is pranayama, deep breathing. When you practice slow and deep breaths, when you focus on your breath, you relax your body. It takes you out of fight or flight, out of the sympathetic, into the parasympathetic nervous system. And it helps reduce the feelings of anxiety, and it promotes a relaxed state of being. This is something 
that I suggest to all of my students, all of my clients. The second is regular exercise. Physical activity, getting up and going and moving every single day. Well, first it releases endorphins, right? So that improves my mood and it provides this sort of outlet to get it out, get rid of the stress out of the body, to move the energy in the body. The third is meditation, sadhana. You have never heard me say this, sadhana, practice, sadhana, song of the self. Having a mindfulness or a meditative practice each day, you know, it helps you come into the present moment and helps you learn to do that without judgment. And because of that, when you learn to not be so judgmental and so hard on yourself, it can help reduce that anxiety and help provide this calmness, a calmness deep within you. Sadhana. Should have started with that one. (laughs) And therapy has really helped me as well. It's really helped me identify and find the negative thought patterns and both the little and the big T's. And and I've really had to, chosen to, not even had, chosen to dive into them and get to the root of the feelings and the feeling state. Another thing that helps is to reduce caffeine and alcohol. Now, I love my coffee in the morning. Y'all know I do. But there comes a point in the day when I stop. And that's about noon. Because anytime after that, I can't sleep. And that leads to great stress on the body, great stress on the mind, great stress on the spirit. Because getting enough sleep is a huge one. Because it regulates the mood and helps reduce those feelings that come up. When you're not dysregulated, when you're actually in a regulated state, physically, then emotionally and spiritually you can be. And connecting with others. This is another thing that I've done. Getting out and truly connecting. I know during the pandemic, a lot of us learned how important and vital that was to us. But even if it means just getting on a Zoom with somebody, even if it means getting on the phone with somebody, but I do, of course, think in person, not only with like my therapist or a counselor, it could be a support group, but it can just be a group of positive people, which is why coaching is so important too in groups. I love group coaching. I love it because I learn from others. I love it because I'm in community with others. And I love to facilitate it as well for those very same reasons. And then there is medication. And let me say, I have not ever chosen medication. I have not been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. I have had anxiety and I've had stress. And I want to reiterate that, that if you feel that the multitude of symptoms is that of a disorder, which is quite possible, one in five people, please go to a healthcare professional. But remember, everyone experiences anxiety is unique to them. And so it's important to find the strategies and the techniques that work best for you. The ones that I have offered may work. Take one, try one, test it, see how you feel, see if it shifts things for you. And if you're struggling with anxiety, don't hesitate to reach out to a coach, to a teacher, to a leader, to get you started with a sadhana, if you come come work with me one-on-one, and again, to seek medical attention. 
Because remember, you aren't your stress. It isn't all of you. It may be a part of you in this moment right now, but that too can shift. And these changes are cumulative. I'm living proof. I'm absolute living proof. And I know that you can be too. Let me know what your takeaway is from today's episode. DM me. Let me know what you're struggling with. And if you're looking for one-on-one coaching, we have opened up some spots for this month. And I would love for us to hop on a call and see if it's a match energetically, emotionally, spiritually. And if you're ready to take some action, I'm here for you. Have a great rest of your day.